What you are about to witness will contain violence, disturbing imagery, adult themes, and may leave you doubting who you thought you were. Proceed at your own risk. Decisions. Forks in the road, road with vastly, vastly different destinations. And, and we make our choices. We pick the paths we set off on. We pick for our many, paths. Many different reasons. All based but on each many, of those reasons can be boiled down to things. the same few categories. But each of those things can be boiled down to the same few categories. What is wanted of us. What we want. What we need. What is wanted of us. And what is needed of us. What we need. I made a choice. And what is needed. And now I am facing the consequences. And I made my choice. And after and walking down it. the path that it has set me on, I find myself at another fork. And after walking down the path it set me on, I find myself at another fork. Be who they want me to be. I am at a crossroad. No matter the cost. Be who they want me to be. Or be who I was born to no be. No matter the cost. No matter the cost. Or be who I was born to be. No matter the cost. Stand firm. Stand firm or stand down. Or stand down. I am at a crossroads. And I am at a crossroads to a vastly different path. Betray myself. Betray myself. When I finally, finally look up from the road that I walk on, or betray them. Where will I find myself?
Well, because this is the best time of year, because you, you don't get these the rest of the year. You have to make most of it now, otherwise you're not going to have all of these. Look at that. Look at that over there. Do you see that? That's jam. And you don't get that kind of jam usually, because it's rare. Jam. Yeah, exactly. What kind of jam is this then? Well, I don't really know for sure. I just know that I don't see that very often. So we should... Come on, come on, come on. Let's go, let's go have a look. If I'm right. not rolling out of here by the end of this, then uh, we've done something wrong, because I want to try everything. <laughs> All right, lead the way. Okay. Uh, say, you're from the shallows, right? What do your people make? Well, I mean, there's uh, the the merberries, obviously. That's what we have everywhere. Which, I mean, have you... You've, I've given you those before. You've tried those. I gave you the merberry. I've put it in muffins. I've put it in buns. I've put it in the turnovers. You love the turnovers. I've given I you do. those like countless times. And Jude, I mean, mm. did it not make you the, the that toast with jam that you asked for that one time? That was merberry. Sounds correct. See? They're quite delicious. Very delicious. And they grow everywhere. So you can do, I mean, when I was a kid, I used to walk around the streets and I used to pick them up and I used to just eat them out of my hand. And I mean... I don't know if you really had them in the castle, though, because they're kind of... Uh, I don't know. I'll be honest. Until I met you, I hadn't even heard of them. They don't sell them in the castle. Never. Well, see, I'm just broadening your horizons right now. That you are. Cultural exchange. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. What's that? All right. Well, berries are good and all, but I'm starving. What is what is that to eat here? Like, big. Big. What are you thinking? Like a a, a whole feast, like a ribs, or um. No. To walk around with. Come on. Okay, like a like a huge leg, like right. as big as your face. Now mm. we're talking. I mean, you can walk around with ribs. You just have to have a good hold on them. That's all. You kind of just have very to... messy. But... Right. Uh, appearances, I suppose. I suppose you're right. Found wet. Okay, fine. I mean, there's bread. There's lots of, lots of bread. Oh, come on, dude. You're a leg woman. Come on, let's find something to eat. <laughs> Maybe some lamb. I uh, look for a stall right. around. Maybe perhaps there's someone smoking meats. Okay. Uh, I'd, I'd like you to make two rolls, please. Uh, both will be your observation. Okay. What? Did you just roll the same roll twice? <laughs> Hold on. I feel like that's good. I mean, like that's insane. So we got to do something special for that. Um, okay. So you do spot something that you would find particularly delicious. It might not even be what you were looking for. So what is it that you spot, first of all? All right. So um, as we're in this, uh, this almost like bizarre market store kind of area, I see this uh, this rather portly lady. She's got a uh, a blue apron with uh, yellow trimmings. She's calling people over, and uh, she happens to have hanging and ready to just pick up uh, three long haunches of it looks like lamb or perhaps something else, but uh, it looks uh, like the perfect thing to walk around eating or eating as we explore this uh, this area. Okay. Um, so you do see that, and maybe you're excited to go and grab some of that, but you also see her, for just a moment, you see her crying, her face and her hands, and then that moment passes and she's back to 
waving people over. I turn to Vega and I say, did, did you see that? You did not, Vega. See what? I mean, there's some, look at that color. Is that like an orange, but it's like a ready orange. I haven't seen a color like that in so long. That would make an amazing paint. Huh. All right. Is that, I assume that's, wait, what did you see? Oh, um, the vendor, she looked strange for a second. I'm not sure if, Jude, did you, Jude, did you see that? Maybe she just recognized you. Did uh, I see that? Bode well in that you. case. <sighs> I step forward and put my, the back of my hand on your forehead. Come on now, I'm fine. Let's eat. You sure? Because it right. took you forever to get up this morning. You feeling okay? I mean, when doesn't it? Come on, let's be real here. <laughs> yeah, but I had to knock on your door like four times instead of three, and it was... I mean, that... I was up before you, and that's saying something. It's a holiday, and we train so bloody hard, Jude. Yeah, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, Jude. Do you want to yeah. be unprepared? I suppose not. But no. I mean, let's be real here. Prepared for what? I mean, even one day off wouldn't hurt, right? Like, we could take the evening off tonight and go stargazing. Or, um, we could take a boat to the shallows. There's, there's baby turtles this time of year. I, I suppose to it could be good for morale for us to take some time off. That's the spirit. That's the spirit. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we can do that. Keep it reasonable. <laughs> reasonable. I mean, there's nothing more reasonable than stargazing and shallow. Tur- we can keep the turtles as pets. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. We cannot keep the turtles as pets. You may keep the turtles as pets, if you so choose. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to name mine. Billiam. 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 Billiam the Bold. Billiam After my favorite children's children's book character, Billiam the Bold. I'll call mine Sheldon the Shield then, after mine. Ooh, okay, hold on. Um, tell me a little bit more about this story of Billiam the Bold, Vega. Um, it was a very traditional sort of Knights of the Round Table story. They often would feed it to, um, the kids in the villages, like, there were free books that they would give out to try and, um, improve, I suppose, like, the, the, what's the word, like, the optics of, um, knighthood and things like that, so it was, like, very traditional, uh, values, Billiam the Bold would go out on adventures with his, uh, his noble knights around him, and, uh, they would get up into lots of hijinks, and, um, they would kind of, like, teach you little lessons about morality along the way. What did you learn about morality? Um, Vega, well, I picked up that a lot of the time you can't make it on your own and you have to rely on other people to help you. Interesting. <laughs> okay. I like that. And Lear, what about you? What did you learn from Sheldon the Shield? Oh, uh, Sheldon the Shield? Well, I mean, it's a tale that goes back a long way. It's a tale of this uh, knight who came from uh, humble beginnings and uh, through countless tests, trials of self-sacrifice, became ward of the king himself, 
all by himself. Kind of reminds me a bit of Jude, honestly. The way she carries herself, the way she always gets on my case about things. That's uh, Sheldon the Shield right there. I like Sheldon. What about you, Jude? Do you have a favorite childhood story? I don't remember many childhood stories. Um, though I did always like one about a foolish girl who gets into a lot of trouble, but somehow ends up saving the day frequently. Never really made much sense, but I admired her fierceness. Angelique. Thank you. Sorry to interrupt. Please continue. So, you, she definitely didn't recognize you then. I mean, well... Oh. Um, she... She looked like she was upset, honestly, all things considered. I, I don't understand why, but the second I caught it, it was like I blinked and she was just back to being who she was. Um, why would she be upset? It's, it's the harvest. It's fine. You don't get better than the harvest. Right? I mean, her store's rather... I mean, let's... I suppose we could ask, right? There's yeah. no harm in asking, you know, so I'm starving. Yes. Okay. Uh, Jude, what do you want? Do you want one of the legs? I mean, I know you like leg, or... Do you want something a bit more, you know, low-key? I will take a leg. Okay, okay, I'll get you a leg, I'll get you a leg, okay. Um, uh, can we have three, three of the legs, please? Those ones, the ones right there, the big ones. She pulls down three big legs and smiles at you. She recognizes all three of you. Gives you a nod of respect. Um, uh, I take out some money. She shakes her head and... and <laughs> no, 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 no. That won't be no. necessary. Please, please. No, I, I insist. Please. But I also insist. She frowns a little bit. Hmm. Okay. Okay. If I mean, if you really don't want it, then that's fine. Um. She smiles. It would be my honor. <sighs> and then she will hand you the legs. I uh take mine and I ask her, what is it spiced with? It smells... It smells very Moorish. Murin. Do you recognize it? Come again? Murin. Murin. No? Yeah. Just one second. She'll turn around and then she's rummaging through kind of behind her stall here and she pulls out a bottle of what looks to be spice and just okay. simply hands you the whole bottle. Don't add too much oh. now, just a little bit. Oh. Sprinkle it on top of, you know, whatever. And, I see. you know, if you, well. if you ever need more, just come come on back. It would be my honor. Oh, I mean, Thank you can you. test it if you'd like. If you, if you don't trust it, I'll test it for you. I should probably do that anyway. She looks probably. offended when you suggest <laughs> testing it. I think she has assumed you are, refer you know, referring to the fact that it might be poisonous for Lear. She looks hurt. I, I mean, I, I didn't mean it like that. I, I just, I, it, I mean, we simply me meant uh, the flavors. He's on very their particular own. about his food. Sorry. <laughs> well, it, it's the same spice used uh, here. I see. It's wonderful. Well, Thank you. I don't see any harm in that, but uh, 
Before we leave, uh, my lady, is everything all right? You seemed quite beside yourself a second ago. Go ahead and roll for me. Uh, we are going to roll your dime for the first time. Do My you have, dime? Yeah, do you have anything in there in that category? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Go ahead and pop in a skill for me. Okay. Uh, and... You don't, to... you don't have to name it right now. Uh, okay. And put it at um, 23%. 23. Yep. All right. And you may have a, a 10% shift because of your a last 10% success. shift? Yeah, that's right. I see. So if I rolled a 51 with a 10% shift, that means I rolled a 41, correct? That is correct. Okay. So it's still a partial success. Um, she looks a little confused and then shakes her head. No, no, I, I'm, I'm fine. I've never been better. I'm, we had a very successful harvest. Uh, the festival's great. My children are enjoying it. Um, they're off with their mom. It's, it's wonderful. I see. But you feel something in the pit of your stomach, Lear. Like something is wrong. And you're just not sure what. Right. I let it sit on me for a minute. And uh, then I unfurl my brows and I say, oh, Very well, uh, have a good missful. I turn around and I go back to my companions. And you as well. As you start to walk away, you can hear she turns around to the stall next and starts immediately being like, Oh my god, you know who that was? And they came to me and they came to my stall and I gave them some of my spices and my spice mix and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> You can hear that. Very excited. Uh, um, I, I actually look around for somebody who might be browsing without buying anything. Somebody who looks wistful. I'd like to give them some money and oh point them towards the stall. Tell them to go and get some of that? Yeah. To... Oh, I see. To pay for it because she didn't yeah. let you pay for yours. I see. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll for that. Um, I believe you have a charming skill, do you not? Uh, yes. All right. Uh, I will use, uh, well-intentioned. All right. Uh. Um. What happens? Yeah, why, why does this fail? I think I, I, I find somebody, and I think when I walk up to them, they, they kind of get that look over their face, that, like, sort of starstruck look. They're like... <gasps> Oh my god. And, and, they, and they won't take the money from you either. Yeah, they literally <laughs> yeah. won't take it. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. They got I mean, I, uh, wave at them. There has to be some way to pay it back, surely. I mean, it is I think... the honor of their life to be graced by Lear's presence. They don't want money. But I mean, he's, want... he's just a person, and you're just a and we are just people, and they shouldn't. He is not just a person, and we are not just people. We're eating their food the same way everyone else is. We, we, we should pay for it the same way everyone else does. I understand do the principle. Yes. In our own way. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. And maybe maybe I can convince the, the kitchen cooks to buy some of her spices um, or something. Would you accept money from Lear? Uh, if he insisted to pay you for what you're doing. 
Well, I mean, that's just silly, Jude, because I'm I would. Fish would... my pouch. Leon, no. I'm making a point. Right, right, right. There'd be never a reason Fast why you'd pay me anyway. I mean, you know, what? I, this is my job. I do this uh, because this is what I was made to do. Um, I, why would he ever pay me? I suppose what Jude is trying to say is consider it from that perspective. What she's doing is she's serving Blakeguard. And by giving you something, she's giving herself something. It's all very self-serving, I know, but... Uh, it's life. I guess. Right. I'm sorry, that's not what you want to hear, Vega. I mean, anyway. It's, it's fine. Is there something to I do? Hmm. I, I walk sorry, past Jude, the stand, yeah. like, very audibly enjoying the like instead just like mmm this is delicious this is the best thing I've had in a month this is the best wow the spicing perfect oh, moist delicious I like being very mm. obvious <laughs> as for something to do Lear, right. you can choose to join in a dueling tournament uh, you can Ooh. go to the shallows and see the turtles and do the stargazing or anything else that you fancy right now. It's a time of celebration. Okay. You can play games, anything you like. Okay, I mean, as for duels, I imagine there might be a melee here somewhere, or uh, I don't know how, um... I know you'd be happy about that, wouldn't you, No, 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 we can't, we can't. We couldn't do a duel, because they would... Would, Do you think they would really fight properly against us? Do you think they'd want us to win and... They wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't, wouldn't be a real challenge. They'd be pulling their punches. How about a spectacle then, in that case? What do you I think? think? This is a terrible idea. Well, that what, could what, be why fun. So? Come on, Jude. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It could be really fun. You, you and me could fight in the middle of the ring. We could put on a show. We can show off some of the things we've learned. How about it? How about I mean, it, I... Well, they seem so excited and happy. Why aren't you? All right. Well, I think it could potentially be dangerous or maybe bad for appearances, but... Why would it be bad for appearances? Hmm. Doesn't everyone want to see the potential future king win? That See is how true. strong he is. That is true. All right. All right. All right. All right. Then. How do we, we do this up then? Okay. 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 I have an idea. Okay. All right. Uh, first things first. Me and Jude can fight, and then the winner. You know, we can make it a show. We don't have to really like hurt each other. And then the right. winner can go against Leah, and then you. Well, you know, we'll set it up so you win at the end, and it looks really cool and awesome. <sighs> you. I mean, obviously you will win anyway because you're the best. But we just want to make sure that that it would definitely happen, right? Sure. Okay. So how do how do we do it? I, I'm I'm no town crier. Uh, should we just? Oh, how about this? Pet your armor, both of you, and uh, well, there's a clearing over there. I think they're using for announcements. I suppose if you know, two of uh, Leavin Bringard's uh, Blake guards 
uh, <laughs> uh, wards were to, you know, start uh, repairing. Perhaps, maybe, you know, uh, maybe we'll draw a crowd, naturally. Okay, okay, okay. So, would, can I finish the leg first, though? Because I need it for, like, fuel, you know, to, to, to fight. Do what you will. Okay. I was tearing into it like a feral child. <laughs> No decorum, <laughs> dripping all over my cloak. Okay. I will take us immediately to the beginning of this. So, um, what does your armor look like, both of you? <gasps> I like to think it's very um, show armor, and uh, it would be very um, ornate, um, but on the pauldrons, there's a, like little painted flowers, um, very carefully decorated, um, colourful, but it's still predominantly blue and gold. Jude, I'm assuming yours matches, is that correct? Yes, it does, yes. Tell me about your pins. You see the pins well, on your cloak? They're, um, markers of the ward. The wardship that we have. They are promise to Lear. Do you like them? Or yes. Or do you pay them no mind? Okay, interesting. Thank you. All right, so who is dueling first? Essentially, it's going to be, if I'm understanding this correctly, it's going to be Jude and Vega, and then whoever wins that is going to then fight Lear, correct? Yes. Great. Let's see what you can do. From this moment forward, I'm going to assume that all damage that you are doing is, you know, subdual damage. It's not intended to harm or to kill. Uh, but let's see how you start this fight. Hmm. I think we start across from each other and mm -hmm. give it sort of little head bow. And I then they go. A, oh. a stage just before you, where people use for announcements during the festival, and uh, there's a chair, and I just get on top and sit down one leg, my right leg over my left knee and uh, before me just in front of this stage are you two squaring off I keep one eye on Lear, pretty much the whole time, during the whole fight, in fact I don't think I would get him, he wouldn't I would never have my back to Lear, I would always be making sure he's there and he's safe Okay, um, so this is interesting because initially I would consider giving you a minus 10 shift for everything you do because you're paying attention to Lear, but also you're fighting Jude and you really trust her implicitly and that would have probably given you a plus 10. So mm -hmm. I'm actually just going to say it's an even wash. Jude, you're the same, I assume? Yes, I am. All right, let's see what you've got. Roll initiative. Who's going first? Ooh. Um, I think we'll have practiced some techniques before, and we'd fall into a familiar pattern, and I think Jude would go first. Yes, we spar very frequently, and I'm sort of constantly trying to teach you the same five things <laughs> that I know are your weakness. And those are? Uh... She's a bit oh, weak 
on the right. She has a tendency to get distracted by my blade and not my footwork. Mm. She doesn't really keep an eye on where I'm going. Just Five steps ahead. Got it. Just where I am. Yeah. So I'm going to give her a, a, an easy shot. I'm going to just sort of lunge forward straight. Take a big step before I do. Go ahead and roll your attack. Why Come on, this Vega! Fail? Hold no quarter! Come on! <laughs> um. Hmm. I think I'm very focused on the fact that this is not real. It, it, that it's for show mm-hmm. and I don't think I'm a very good performer I think I work best uh, when I feel there's utility um, directly to what I'm doing and so I think I uh, I overcorrect trying to create more of a performance out of it to make it seem really big but then I just uh, completely lean veer off to the side I um, have suddenly ooh. decided sorry to interrupt you Jude I've yes, suddenly decided we are changing the way this goes down when you fail mm. it is not that you do not connect it's that it is not um, flourished for performance because oh, of the way okay. you said so this just looks like a standard attack you hit but there's no yeah. added flourish to it it's not exaggerated for the audience you know how like have you ever done stage combat before um Personally, no. Okay, so uh, oftentimes you will over-exaggerate your swings and your movements so the audience can watch it. So yours is just a regular swing, like as if you were in actual combat. Got it. Okay, then yes. Uh, Vega, what does your dodge look like? You don't even have to roll for it because this uh, there was no flourish here. Um, it is. Um, sort of, uh, I go on my tiptoe and, like, pull my, my, uh, back leg forward, uh, so I kind of, it's like a really smooth, uh, move where I essentially just, like, I'm sliding, and it's done at quite a speed as well, so it's almost like I'm, I just shift backwards. I like that. Are you going to attack now? Uh. Or are you going to let her attack again? I think I would, rather than attack, I would spin around her uh, very theatrically. Okay. Go ahead and roll for that. Can you, I use my uh, initiative roll for you this? You may. That's, you okay. may. Is it, your your initiative is dodge, correct? Yeah, fancy yep. footwork. Yep, let's go. Fancy fit, footwork. Look at that. Woo-hoo! Success. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this, I, I'm extremely theatrical. And in fact, uh, in doing this, I try and correct for Jude's formality almost. Uh, and I kind of, uh, with the tip of my blade, I would meet the tip of her blade and uh, almost like pirouette in a dancer style uh, in a flurry around the other side of her, um, but kind of trying to bring her with me. So it looks like we're in sync the entire time. Yes, I like that. Okay. The audience uh, reacts to you. Uh, they're clapping and cheering and very excited by this. Would you look at that? <laughs> Jude, you're up. Okay. 
after she's done that, I feel a bit, um, I think I feel a bit awkward, uh, especially with how fluid she is. I've kind of been whipped around. Uh, I will lunge once more, blade up and forward. Partial success, what happens? So now you're getting into it. Now you've got a bit more yeah. of showmanship. What do we see? Yes. I think I uh, lunge forward and throw my cape behind me in order to do it. And I'm sort of in a very traditional but heroic pose as I land. Do you look now, into the... my drill instructor. Yeah, do you look <laughs> into the crowd, Jude? No, I'm keeping my eyes on Vega. Okay. All right, Vega, you're up. Uh, I will attempt to parry with a flourish, I think. All right. Um, which I will use. Uh, I'm going to use unorthodox practices because I feel like you wouldn't usually try and parry this maneuver in normal training, but I'm okay. not using normal I like training. That. I like that. Okay. Ooh, 19. Uh, may I convince you? You got a you got a 10 shift earlier. May I convince mm. you to use that right now? Yeah. Okay. Why not? So that makes it a full-on success. Um, you use magic for this flourishing attack. What are you doing and what does it look like? Uh, as I... Uh, meet the blade again in a parry. Uh, there's a downdraft of air, uh, and the dust around us kind of like whooshes out extremely dramatically. Our capes stop flying in the wind, um, and I use that as momentum to uh, you see that? <laughs> move backwards into a better position. That's our Vega! You hear a lot of oohs and ahs in the crowd as well, because it's not often they get to see wards fighting each other uh, other than practice, and they certainly don't get to see magic in combat. <laughs> Come on, Jude. If I had hair, I'd be billowing. <laughs> You're up, Jude. Well, now I'm sort of getting into the spirit of things, and Vega is... Uh, not only formidable, but very entrancing, especially when she uses her magic. And so I think I'm going to uh, try taking a, a page out of her book and sort of disconnect our swords and spin around to kind of wield my sword to aim for her head. Obviously, I'm not going to yeah, no, no, keep that's the fine. blade. Yeah, it's okay. Don't but worry. Yeah, For all intents, I know that you're not trying to hurt anyone. Yeah. Um, you can have a 20% shift. Um, okay. The magic in the air excites you, I think. Holy shit! That's a two! Oh my god, alright. Okay, what <laughs> happens? What happens? Uh, magic will also be in this attack as well, so what do we see? I think I, um, my magic, I feel, can create sort of defenses. And so I feel like maybe where she brought wind down, my magic almost helps create a push of wind to disconnect her sword from mine as I uh, quickly spin around her 
and kind of crouch down, having my sword to her neck, and I'm going to look at her over my shoulder as I do it. And I am grinning, like, uh, I'm so pleased. <laughs> I'm ecstatic for Jude. I am... I imagine the, uh, the counterforce of the, uh, her gust against hers causes this, uh, this wave that kind of blasts either way, so, like, not towards her, not towards her, but towards, like, the sides, and I'm just there on the crowd, um, on the stage with my face kind of billowing, like, um, like, going like a Mac 3, you know, with my, my mouth just, like, jowling around, like, <laughs> I just, I just applaud. <laughs> it's at this time, Lear, I can actually let you enter the fight, if you'd like, if you'd like to add, um, because you're the weaver in this trio, so you can kind of predict their movements. Right. And you know what they're doing, so you can add, you can buff or debuff if you would like. I'm going to add you into the initiative roll. Okay, so I should roll. No, you don't need to. You're just, you go after Jude now. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm just going to break into this fight and fight them, I suppose. Right now, it seems Vegas on the back foot, right? Right. Well, I mean, you can... Br- okay, so this is totally fine. You can break into the fight and fight them, or you can stay right where you are watching. The audience uh-huh. will not know you are helping and hindering, but you can, like, boost them in the fight. Right. Because that's, well, that's what you're strong at. You can basically... You can add a flourish of wind underneath Vega as she goes up to make her attack. You can add fire to Jude's sword. You can do all sorts of things to just make it look a bit more epic, if you'd okay. like. Okay. Right, in that case, I'm going to mutter a word under my breath, and, uh, I am going to, as I do so again, um, you see my, I'm sitting on this chair, my hands right now on the, uh, on the arms, legs crossed, my fingers are going to kind of interlace over each other, again, kind of, em- em- resplendent of the, uh, the coat of arms on the, uh, mm. on, of Blake Guard again, you know, not enough fingers for the whole thing. But it looks more or less like it, and uh, as I do, you see their uh, their swords glow this uh, radiant yellow. The veins of the sword that go down it kind of go blue as well, and it looks very much like the colors of uh, the city of uh, Blakeguard. As these swords kind of just radiate their own light. I love this. Vega, you're up. Hmm. Uh, I will use the momentum generated by this uh, wind magic to attempt to do a very, very theatrical uh, boost into the air and spin, um, essentially, with a flurry of attacks. All right. Uh, Plus 20. Plus 20. Uh, I already rolled. All right. Uh, Whirling Dervish. Okay, so... I would, if it's possible... As the swords swing, they leave an after image, so it's not like the sword is moving, but it's like mm. almost smearing as she attacks. Oh, I even love if it misses. that. I love that. Cool. Go ahead and roll for that, Lear, and I'll actually let this be for the duration of the fight, if you'd like. Okay, and uh, what would you like me to roll? Is that a dime? It is, and you have a 20 shift. Okay. Wow, 13. 13. Okay, perfect. So basically, hop in narratively anytime you want. You can add any visual. Okay. 
Vega, you are in the failure zone, unfortunately, for that. So what do we see? Because it's not like you fail what you're trying to accomplish. It's just, it's not as flourishy as you wanted it to be. It's not as entertaining. Yeah, I think uh, I I get really caught up in the moment in the, this is, I'm in my element and like performing in this crowd cheering uh, over this uh, very like natural feeling fight that's happening. And I think uh, I forget those things that I'm learning, I forget that discipline that I need to make this work properly and, and synergize properly with the, the magic that we've made. Uh, so rather than having like the epic like updraft uh, spin sort of thing, uh, instead I just end up, uh, it still looks kind of cool. Like I, I jump up and, and there's a spin, but it's nowhere near as technically proficient. And I think I would land a little bit awkwardly maybe um, and, and stumble a tiny bit. Okay. Jude, you're up. I would like to move quickly towards her and sweep her leg to get her on the ground. Hmm. Do you have something to help you with this? Or is this going to be your general athletics? I think this will be my general athletics. All right, go for it. 81. What happens? You can either miss or you can do this without a flourish. It's up to you. I think I... I think at this point, I... might just want to get her to the ground. So I do it without a flourish. Okay. So what do Um, we see? I sweep her leg and... She falls on the ground, and I sort of have my sword, and I uh, take a step forward and place the sword in the ground behind, beside her head as I crouch down over on top of her. Well played. <laughs> you are brilliant. But I already knew you would be. <laughs> I guess it's your turn to fight Leah then. <laughs> oh. All right. I reach out my hand to let her help me up. Yeah, I help her up. The crowd <sighs> cheers, goes wild, very excited. And then when Lear stands up, the crowd goes silent. He walks up to fight Jude. And when they realize what's happening, they explode again. Let's go. All right, drill instructor, shall we? Show me what you know. Okay. All right. Well, time to make you proud, shall I? And so I'm uh, going to, uh, with practice strikes, just go at her again. Um, knighthood, but with like the uh, the flat of my sword. So shoulder, shoulder, and then I swing horizontally to her head. Go ahead and roll. 56. It's a failure, and unfortunately... No, she knows it. Yeah, she knows it's coming. She ducks out of the way, but also I'm going to say that right before your sword connects, Lear, you feel that weird something is wrong in your gut again, and maybe you hesitate for a second, and I think 
it seems like you are actually going to swing, like you're not going to stop because you are distracted by this feeling. So Jude, you have a moment where it seems like that might actually have connected. Yeah. It feels a little bit out of what I was expecting because I know I know his uh, his um, battle so well. Vega, I'm leaving you in the turn order. If you would like to do the same thing Lear was doing and add Flourish, you may do so. Mm. If not, okay. you can just watch. It's up to you. Um, this is my turn now. Yes. <clears throat> if I was turn. Okay. Um, I think I wouldn't maybe even notice that. Would I notice that Lear almost went yes. for a kill oh, shot? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I, I kind of uh, uneasily, I try and distract almost um, and add like a shower of sparks. Um, so it kind of distracts from the intensity of what just happened there. Okay, perfect. Uh, go ahead and roll. And again, we'll do the same thing um, that we did with Lear, where this will count for the rest of it. So you can add a plus 20 shift. Okie dokie. Nice, partial success. So it's not as like grandiose as maybe you were hoping, but it's still it's still nice and the crowd will go wild and they'll respond to it. Can't look around uneasily like <laughs> Jude, you're up. I'm going to uh, sort of match his strikes the ones that he was about to do but I'm going to do them with that theatrical flourish to kind of be like here here's the strength you're supposed to use for that right now um just kind of do the same thing that he did minus the violence okay ooh failure I think I'm very uh, unsure about that moment with him. How and connected so, are you with Lear? Like, do you guys have that twin sense where it's like if he's feeling something, you empathetically feel it as well, just by body language. Like, you can look at him and know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I need you totally. To, I need you to roll a social stat, please, which is in your heart. Yes. Uh, heart knows only truth. Would yep. that work? Yep, that'll work. Oh, 84 failure. Okay, something is wrong, and you don't know what it is, but it's it's ever-present right now and will be for the remainder of this, this fight. Okay. Your um, shift goes from 20 to 10 now. Okay. Uh, for, in that case, I feel like, would I would I be having this feeling before the attack I just did? As you are making this attack, as it's part doing... of why you fail. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to cast a look at Vega, concerned. I kind of give her an encouraging smile, like, keep going. Lear. I'm. Okay. I'm going to. Uh, I noticed that something isn't quite right, and in all honesty, we haven't really trained in theatrics. 
You know, of course, we recalibrate when we're practicing so we don't hurt each other, you know, and this is what we're doing right now, but obviously, in the heat of the moment, with all the crowd watching and the fire of it, um... I am going to take another swing, a vertical one, at Jude, but I'm not going to try and connect at all. In fact, instead, I'm going to try and make it perhaps a little bit more uh, theatrical once more with a bit of magic. I'm going to channel that uh, uh, royal divinity, if you will, and uh, make the sword glow. And as I swing down, I kind of want an arc of this light emanate from the sword at Jude. It shouldn't hurt her. It's just light. It's just a light show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just swing she at her. She can react you know? to it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll for it. Dine? Uh, nope. You can just roll your regular attack. Your dine okay. was very... You rolled a success on your dine, so it's going to re- stay for the remainder of the fight. Right. Uh, in that case, I'm going to uh, uh, use this... Uh, Jude Star Pupil, because again, I've been sparring with her my entire life. Wow, I love that. That's a very clever skill. And, uh, is there a shift in this or no? Ten. Ten. Partial uh, Twenty-six. Success. Perfect. Jude, how do you okay. react? Unless, Lear, you were going to describe something. Just the swing I wanted to do before. Yes, I, please. I, I, please do. Oh, right. So, um, again, I sheath the sword, and as I do, you see the, the entire scabbard kind of glow. I pull it out, and I don't use it as a draw attack. It goes in the air again. It catches the sun. Jude, I would hope, recognizes what I'm doing, and uh, I just swing down. And as I do, this, this after image of light then swings and fo- uh, goes a further 10, 15 meters towards Jude. Jude, how do you react? I recognize what he's doing, yeah. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, okay. I will... I will pretend that I'm protecting myself against it, but I will take it and then okay. fall to my knees. Got it. Dramatically. Do you yield? <laughs> I yield! All right. She yields! Lear is victorious! Victorious once again! <laughs> the crowd goes wild. People are standing up. You know, Jude is pretending to be extremely out of breath. Everyone I extend is, a hand to her. Yeah, everyone's very, very pleased with what they've just witnessed. I take um, it. I kind of make, like, a, another shower of, like, sparks around us uh, once again to distract while I walk over and take a good look at Leah and Jude and there's a slight concern in my face but I don't seem worried but once the trio once we help Jude up I say perhaps maybe we should probably work on our our stage fighting if you want to try that again huh (laughs) yes I think it went well however right I think the people got what they wanted Yes. Everybody roll dime, please. Ooh, who was that five? Ooh. That was me. That's Leah. Of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. We all get 23, right? Oh, no. Never mind. 
Partial and partial for you two. Okay. As you are standing there getting up and kind of comforting each other and talking about how well that went, maybe your anxiety's a little high, the adrenaline. Vega and Jude, you can feel the earth trembling. Lear, something terrible is about to happen and you need to leave here right now. You two, we must leave now. Um, are, you, are you doing that? No. What is happening? I don't know, but we must move now. Okay, we go. All right. I take his left arm. Okay. All right, we go to... Uh, there's a bunker. A uh, bunker. Yeah, there's a gap in the crowd there. Let's go. Okay. So... The flow has shifted. Ah? You feel it as well? I've been feeling something. And this must mean... A debt that need be paid has long been owed. Yes. Funny how the babes do not quite understand the world and how it breathes. A steep price will be paid for his hubris. Was it him? Yeah. That did this? Wasn't me. The king's brother. The king's brother? Razroth. Laz. Razroth. He who drenched the land will now be responsible. A pruning of life at a cost. Yes. Baz, are you with us? Yes. I... How long have we been talking? Uh... You've always been here. Yes. Yes, Laz. Yes. I will be Yes. I will retrieve a bounty. And I will watch. Strange that it took so long for the It is interesting, but two have been given, and two will be taken. Yes? It's always been this way. I see it. I can feel the water. When do we expect the earth to weep? I've already begun. I love I am interested in your theories and matching it with our proof. This is what I wanted. It's happening. Do you feel that? No. Someone else. Oh. One by one. They'll die. The old, the weak, it'll pay. 
and we'll see what becomes of the rest. How long has it been? Have I always been alone? You guys really missed out. This is some of the best pickets I've ever had. <laughs> Titus, what are you eating? Pickets. They grow down by the shallows on the shore. Didn't we just have breakfast not long ago? Well, yeah. Well, he's always uh, hungry, isn't he? Yes, I suppose I should, <laughs> shouldn't be surprised. Some of these... It's very interesting. Um, what's with the racket outside? It's rather loud. There's a festival. Mm. Reet's moon. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, yes. I think for the past few months now, he's been uh, studying up on magic um, and just figuring out how uh, it works. So I think he's had his head in, like his nose in the books for a long time. Um, and it takes quite a lot of effort from Titus and uh, Australia to get his nose out of those scrolls and books. So, are you going to read those all day, or um, you want to go have fun? I suppose the, the original plan was for me to keep reading these um, all day, as you said, but I guess if it's Reedsman, I should step out. Australia, do you have any plans for today? Uh, but, well, no, but, um, festival? Yes. Retween Festival. Um, I went to the one last year and it was it was quite fun. I don't see why not we can't enjoy this one. We have to. How often does this happen? Well, once every year, but... Uh, exactly! We have to go, right? I, I guess so. Come on, okay. let's, let's go.
What do we got? Holy Three. shit, who rolled the doubles? Oh, oh, of course you did. All right. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so for those listening, we have... Raz rolled a three, which says it's a partial success, but that is not that that's not possible because um, it's got to be under like 17 or 20 or something like that. So um, that is a full success, that three. Um, Titus, however, rolled doubles and he rolled an 11, which is a, uh, basically as close to a critical success as you can get. Uh, Strea rolled a 17, which lists partial, but it's not. It is a success. So all three of you have rolled success. I'm going to ask you a question in order. Uh, Raz, we will begin with you. Oh, actually, your okay. roll is the lowest, so it's you and Titus at the same. Okay, so Estrella, I'm going to begin with you. Okay. When did you find out about what the uh, prince had done? Hmm. I think I had an idea that he was planning to do something. So you knew beforehand. It was just a hunch because I knew that it was really eating at him, you know? Did you try to stop him? No. No, I didn't. I think you feel the same thing you probably felt that day, that hunch, that something, that he's going to do something again. It feels the same as it did that day. Uh, next up, we're going to go with you, Raz. Okay. How do you feel after casting the, the spell that you cast? Um, emotionally. Um, yeah. I think he's... I feel good. That yeah, it's been two years, right? I was able right? to help my yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think... Even, I think there are even days where I forget why I did. Um, everything's so normal. Everyone's so happy that it completely slits my mind that there was ever a time where we weren't. Um, but the days where I don't, maybe I, I'm caught in the rain or I hear it outside while studying in the library, and that's enough to remind me of what we were lacking and how I was able to bring it back. It, it brings a smile to my face. Okay. Uh, Titus, today is the day. And it's in this moment that you realize quite suddenly that it will be today. You're not sure when. Okay. Please continue. So, where should we head to first? It seems like you've been down to the festival already, so you probably know the good spots. Well, there's some games that I think we could try and play. Uh, there's a bunch of people that are always looking for a fight around here, I imagine. Um, there's a lot of food, like a lot. More than I've ever seen. <laughs> Speaking of I... which. Oh? Are you guys hungry? Um, well, I suppose so, yeah. Oh, I, he brought out yeah. a banana. Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm hungry. Okay. I reach into a small pouch that's about the size of a palm. And his elbow goes pretty far into the pouch. It's very strange. So, 
Rasroth, I know you like pears, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, luckily, I got one from the market for you. Here, catch. Oh, thank you. Um. Oh, fuck off. That was amazing. <laughs> and, Rhea, you like apples, if I remember correctly? Mm-hmm. Of course. I brought one for you, too. <laughs> Where would we be without you, Titus? Well, probably hungrier. Yes, uh, I'll be honest. I, though I did say we ate breakfast not long ago, I'm just remembering that I actually forgot to. Um, so thank you for this. But you mentioned a You'll fight. need your strength. Yes, especially if you do try out this tournament. I wouldn't mind entering at least for one part or two. No, I... You know how I get when I, I guess, hyper-fixate. Shay, where do you want to go? Um, like, I, I guess anywhere you two want to go, right? As long as we're together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, how cute. All right. Are you all joining this tournament? Are we doing the same thing that the other crew did? Where you I two would are like joining? to look around for any games like carnival games, um, mm-hmm. anything that looks almost childish in a way. Okay. Something that says, you know, this is a day of celebration and uh, camaraderie. Okay, go ahead and uh, roll your observation. Okay, so obviously you have eyes. I'm having you roll observe for something else. Um, so you look around. It's not difficult to look around and see a game that you might like. So what do you see? What do you think the three of you would enjoy doing together? I think I see a large display of bottles. And there's little children tossing rings onto them. Okay. And strung above are an array of uh, prizes. Um, they don't look very nice, but they, they're still prizes. Yeah. And I think that catches uh, Titus's eye. Okay. Um, what do you think you see as a premonition when you look at these toys? Because you rolled a 32, which is a success. One last memory. Ah. Okay. Wonderful. Do you guide them then to this, uh, this game? This ring toss? Yeah. Okay. And I'm assuming the two of you follow him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you guys are going to do ring toss. Um, I'd like to know how you feel about this ring toss, Rast. Is this like something where you're like, oh, this will be fun? Or are you like, oh my God? Um, I think Rat, I would honestly, uh, despite how fun these festivals are, I would also just love to be reading right now. 
Um, but Vigil Australia tends not to leave my side very much, and because of that, she tends to become a bit of a hermit as well. Mm-hmm. So I think I I am out um, here because that's most likely the only way I can get Australia out here enjoying themselves. Okay. And Australia, how do you feel right now? Are you dragging your feet or are you just submitting to the fact that this is going to be games and fun? I think I'm just trying to tune out all of the voices. It's mm. a lot. It's a lot for me. Um, I really struggle with it. And uh, I'm really fixated on that, but I'm also trying my best not to really show it. And trying to Roll spend time. time. Sorry, trying to spend time doing what? Just trying to enjoy the time that I am having with them at okay. the same time. Um, dine again? Yes, please. 89. You just, the voices are extremely loud, but that's it. Come on, Australia. I think, honestly, out of all three of us, you might be the best at this. <laughs> I'll obviously do my best, but uh, I wouldn't mind seeing the master at work. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm a master, um, but I'll, I'll give it a shot, sure. Let's go ahead and roll. What do you think you would roll for this? Probably anything in your body. I'm thinking athletics. Yeah, you could do general athletics. That's fine. I mean, I'd also let you use uh, your blade because it's like sort of the same reflex in a way. You don't have to go general. Right. You guys know what you're doing. Okay. Right. Then I'll use Crescent and Gibbous. Wonderful. Oof. 73. Are you missing on purpose? No. I think that it's more so I'm very overwhelmed in the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. All the voices are still really loud and I'm distracted and I'm trying to kind of put on the facade that I'm I'm not worried as well. Okay. Because I got that same feeling that I got when I recognized that Razvath was thinking of doing something. So it's just a lot going on up here. We get like what three, three or four tries. So I'll give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Okay. And I will try this. Um, oh, I think only general athletics really fits for this in my stuff. No, you've got a weapon attack too. You can use that as well. Okay. Um, I'll use how bit and board. Did it? Yeah, what do we see? Um, I think there's like a, a moment where I'm definitely like staring and doing practice movements with my hand, trying to both gauge the weight and how far I need to throw it. And after a while, I think they, you see that I just can't really tell until I give it a try. So without much more prep after that, I just toss it and ends up um, landing around one of the, around the bottles. Oh, okay. Um, considerably better than I thought I was at that. Um, <laughs> to be uh, expected. Prize now or? Well, I think I... if you, I think if you get one more, you get three tries, right? Is what you said. A couple more tries. I'm gonna say you yeah. get three total. 
So you can either go again or Titus can go, but I'm assuming if you get more, you're, you get a better prize that's higher up on the tier. Titus, why don't you take it home? Oh no, I, I just enjoy watching. You look like you're having fun. You sure? Always am. And as this is going on, I take it as a moment to observe uh, Rhea and her emotions. Okay, go ahead and roll. Fancy stat. Uh, no, this is insight though, right? Nope. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Roll that instead. There you go. Um, partial success. I would have given you a, a 10 shift. Is this... Is this before or after your argument? The two of you. I think it was after. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so that brings it down to a success then with your shift. So, Rhea, why don't you tell him what you're feeling? Because he knows exactly. You would know that um, I'm feeling really anxious. My mind is going so fast, just a constant stream of consciousness about every little thing that I'm seeing, every little thing that I'm thinking, every little thing that I've done wrong. And just an overwhelming worry about Razroth. And you would definitely be able to tell that I'm struggling with keeping it together. But I'm sort of doing it. Kind of. I think as I realize this, I picture the three of them in a line throwing these rings and Titus, Rhea, Razroth. I would reach around to the other shoulder of Rhea and tap her on the opposite way. Gotcha. It's okay, you know. As long as we're together, we're fine. I hate it when you do that. I didn't notice. <laughs> Radov um, pretends not to notice this <laughs> as they <laughs> as they toss the last ring. Wouldn't want to interrupt this. Um, Go ahead and roll. Woo, 27 success. What do we see? You're probably, um, I just like, you're, you're smiling now. You've got this little mischievous smile on your face. I'm assuming it's the same. We see that because you know what's happening behind you and you're just going to toss. Yep. All right. Yep. Go on. Um, I'm fully, I definitely caught on. I don't know how subtle they were or trying to be, but um, Radjoff doesn't, tries not to make it obvious that he saw and tosses the ring um, around the last bottle and as subtly as as I can I point to one of the prizes assumed as maybe like a carving or um, maybe just a, a carving some kind of animal and I, I point at one of them um, to the store owner and then subtly point over to the two of them Titus and Rhea oh you're getting a prize for them are you 
Yes. Okay, what prize do you select? Um, oh, I imagine they probably have carvings of, like, animals and, um, probably, probably they have some actual plushies as well, like, um, toys that they sew, sewed yeah, out of, like, um, like cloth that. and straw. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if I can, I know I most likely only won one prize, but also if I can set down some money so I can get two. Uh, your money will not be accepted here. Oh. I think you um, know that. I think your whole life, anytime you've ever tried to buy anything, it just doesn't happen. I mean, it's up to you if you still go to reach for your pocket to like try. Yeah. No, I, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, despite it happening all all my life, I still reach for it and set it down and seeing they don't accept. <laughs> I've been through enough conversations like this to know that there won't be much just convincing anyone. So I pocket it again. Yeah. So but, this um, is a, yeah, this is, um, this is a young girl. Um, she's deaf. So she signs at you, which you've studied and you know. Yes. So she points to the top row and signs that you can have anything that you like. Yeah. So I, I would probably get a, I think a small like carving of a a dog. I think for um, for Rhea. Okay. And so when you are you signing back to her? Are you speaking to her? Are you like oh, trying I'm to be discreet? Back. Yeah, yeah. So you're signing back like yeah. the dog for yeah. her. And okay, all right. So she gets you the carving of the dog for Rhea, and is now being very discreet about grabbing these things for you. Yeah. Yes, and for Titus, I believe. Um, I think Titus would really enjoy... Oh, that's tough. Titus is... There's one thing I know about Titus. He enjoys food, but I don't know if there would be any here. Um... Oh, I I know. Could I get... Um, so the carving of the dog, could it actually be two dogs that you can uh, almost like jigsaw put together? Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> So they kind of like, they look like um, they're fine separate, but when you put them together, it makes a whole uh, figure of two dogs resting, like one head resting against the other. Um, and I'll hand it over to, I'll ask them to hand it over to Titus and Rhea. And before they even had time to react, um, Razafu's already walking away to the next <laughs> store, so they can't say anything so to him. <laughs> okay. Um, so when she grabs these two things for you, I think she'll also give you another carving of the Delamere as well for you, Raz. There's no way she's letting you walk away without something like that. And just because you chose to describe these two dogs that connect, I'm going to describe a creature that's uh, known here called a seer heart and they are dogs of protection. And you, they come in pairs, and they usually guard, like, in the front door or a gateway or something like that. Uh, one of them has its mouth open, and the other one has its mouth closed. Um, and they're very, like, um, this is a very intricate carving. Um, and I think, Raz, when she hands these to you, you, and you touch her hands, you feel the pride she has, and you realize quite suddenly she has made these herself. And she is very, very honored to give them to you. She has picked out her favorite ones, the best she has carved. I think, um, again, in sign language, he, he would uh, say, please send my compliments to whoever carved these. These are incredible. She signs back. Uh, it is an honor. The honor is mine. Uh, wow, okay. I think she probably, her eyes will widen and she'll tear up a little bit. Um, you have made her day. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, uh, 
I will start walking off again before Australia or Titus can comment on the newly won prizes. We should follow. That we should. And we'll start walking after him. Wonder. I think in this moment, um, I would tap into both of their minds and say something like, uh, a souvenir and a memory. Thank you. Wonderful. Are you taking them to the tournament, Brass? Yes. Okay. I probably can see some kind of, uh, large crowd just to indicate where exactly the tournament is most likely taking place. I'm mm-hmm. heading directly there. Okay, perfect. Your name has already been submitted. And I think you're surprised oh. by this at first. Like, there's a moment of, well, wait, did I already sign up? Did I do this a while ago? Or did I, and did I just I, forgot? I turned to Titus. Did you? I know you too well, big guy. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm a bit too predictable. Um, well, you're not. <laughs> I just know you. I'm glad to have you by my side, Titus. The honor's mine. And he reaches back into his pouch. Ah, uh, okay. Yes, I'm glad I got you that um, bag. You put it to good use. Me too. It's very handy. <laughs> So let's pause a moment, actually, so that we can describe this gift. Like, I know you two know what it is, but I'm sure we would like to know. So this is uh, sort of, um, it's an endless bag where you can store food and it keeps the food from perishing. It was very, very expensive and very rare. And Raz did procure this gift for you, Titus. But what does the bag look like? Is it it is a small leather bag. It kind of looks like a coin purse, actually, is how mm. I picture it. Mm-hmm. And it has a little leather lacing around the edge of it. Really, it should barely be able to fit an apple, but every time Titus reaches into it, most of his arm is engulfed by it. Mm-hmm. And it's quite the optical illusion. Often when he'll pass people reaching into this bag, they'll give him a strange eye. Because... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then he's just procuring fruit from it. Um, Do you ever grab the wrong thing? Always. Okay. He always yeah. grabs the wrong thing. Yeah. Do you think that's because you're indecisive and you don't know what you want? And the bag's trying to give you what you want, but you don't know what it is? I think that could be it. Okay. Okay, well, I think since I'm already signed up, my fight might be coming up soon, so I'll see who I'll be facing. And They have... Equipment here that I can use, right? So I didn't bring yeah, my absolutely, okay. absolutely. They have a halberd. Uh, your name was on the list, so I'm sure they have something very, very nice for you to use. Um, there is probably a moment where you go to pick up this halberd and you see um, it's nicer than anything else presented. And I don't know if that makes you feel weird, like you know they yeah. want you to win. Yeah. Um, I think reaching for it. I look around and see that the other weapon, where the weapons and equipment are not as nice as this one and if I can I would like to just take any other pod arm I knew other than you would. that one I knew you would okay so you do not take the fancy one interesting wonderful are you two Estrella and Titus are you signed up for this as well are you going to be jousting or are you just watching 
I will be just watching. Okay. I think I would probably just be rooting him on as well. Okay. So you two are going to sit and watch. Um, I'm going to choose one of you to roll for his opponents. Oh, we'll do two. We'll do two rounds so that you both get to roll. Okay. Okay. All right. So you step into the ring. I'd say they probably save you towards the end. Uh, I'm sure you probably find this annoying because you would like to be treated like everybody else, but there's no way yes. everybody's waiting for you. So they save your final three uh, rounds for the very, very end. So who wants to go first? Estrella, do you want to roll for the first opponent? Sure. Okay. Go for that. Wonderful. I would like to know who this opponent is, and I want it done between Raz and Estrella. Describe who this fighter is, please. I think this fighter is a... I think they're doing this just for fun. I don't think they're a... I don't think they, they themselves fight in general, but they just they have a big build and that gives them the advantage. And I think they usually... In, they actually usually are a farmer. Um, and Damn. he's joined this tournament. Does he look scared when he looks at you? No. Um, you I sure? think, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. So he um, trusts you. Yes, I think Razroth, especially after the rain came back, Razroth would often not really talk with any of the farmers, but walk around the farms, just looking around for the first few months of the rain returning. Do you think um, so that think... they stop what they're doing and just look at you when you walk by, or do you think they wave? Uh, they wave. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think there's, at the very least, that familiarity um, of, I know this person, and they often, they seem personable, at the very least. Wonderful. So they smile when they see you and wave very enthusiastically. Okay, so then this, this fighter probably grins when he sees you. He's very excited that he gets to, you know, play fight against you. I think it's very clear, though, that he intends to lose this fight. Oh, I think Razroth, um, if there's a handshake kind of like beginning yeah, almost, or some kind of, mm-hmm. um, Razroth hold, um, holds that hand, shakes a firm and just says, don't hold back. Okay. Would you like to roll, um, influence please, or another skill if you have it, like, uh, you know, born to be king or something like that? Yes. I have, I have influence. I named it Silver Tongue. Yes. Okay. Um, go for it. Go ahead and roll your influence, please. Partial success. Partial. Oh, but you would have had a, you have a shift. Um, so what, oh. uh, so yes, you, that's a success because you have 20 shift because you're, you know, future king and all that. So it's a success. So you have encouraged him to give his all. We maybe see him look very hesitant when you say don't hold back, but then he loves you. He trusts you. There's no way he's not going to try his best for you now. Perfect. So you will now have a 10 instead of 20 shift on all of your attacks. And uh, Straya, you're going to be rolling for this opponent. You will also have a 10. Excellent. All right. Um, who opens first? Should we roll initiative or would you... I'm assuming Raz just lets him go first. That's why I asked. No, actually. Um, especially after clocking that, yes, this farmer will do give his all, uh, I will also give my all, so I would like to try to All right. move before that. Roll initiative, you two. 
Am I using my uh, regular one for yep, straight? You're just gonna, yeah, you're just going to use your sheet. And this has the shift, right? Or is that just for the text? Yep. The shift okay. will last for the duration of this combat with this individual. I got a 37 a success, but the farmer got a four. <laughs> the farmer's going first. I think right. uh, probably taken aback at how quickly yeah. the farmer is moving. But this pleases you, right? This yeah. is what you wanted. Okay. All right, Astrea. What do we see? What does this farmer look like? Well, I think he's, since he works, uh, well, it's always moonlight, right? Yes. So he wouldn't be sunburned. Um, I think that he's just uh, got brown, grizzly hair kind of tied back in like a half-assed ponytail. He looks kind of tired, but like he's proud of what he does. So he has an air of an air of just happiness and confidence, especially now that the uh, there's been such a wonderful harvest and everything like that. And now he's going against, you know, uh, Razroth as well. Um, I think he's got like all of this armor haphazardly put on him because, you know, none of it fits. He's not an actual fighter. Um, and I think he probably would have picked the most large sword that he could regularly hold without it being like an actual uh, problem for him in combat. Okay. Let's go ahead and do an opening attack. Okay, so I think that he's going to go ahead and just try to pull back that sword. He has to grip it with both hands because it's kind of really big and he goes in for an attack, um, kind of swinging and you can tell that it's not really a very well-trained swing either. Um, so he's going to go ahead and attack him. Perfect. Failure. Okay, so we're going to do something a little bit different from the previous group who were just trying to do stage combat. He is trying to do his best and he is trying to win this fight. So while he may not be trying to do damage... Perhaps a failure means he does. Because he's trying his best. So I think that that makes sense to me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what do we see? And Raz, feel free to interject here as you take damage. Well, I don't think that it would be the most uh, graceful of swings, obviously, because he's trying to hold something that's a little bit too uh, large for him. Um, so he just goes in and he tries to take a swing and it kind of like tries to come down on the shoulder, um, but it ends up grazing uh, Razvat's arm. And I think in a, an attempt, I think Razvat will probably see how, I'll probably see how this blade, the sword is coming down in a way that they, I can tell they quite didn't plan on. Yeah. And if possible, I'd like to make it seem performative as I take this hit. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll for that. Um, what would you like to roll? I'm open to... Oh. I'm, yeah, I'm open to suggestions here. Also, I think while you're thinking about that, we see that the crowd definitely reacts to you getting hit and blood being drawn. There are gasps, everybody falls silent, and they are waiting 
to see your reaction, Raz, and they are going to react accordingly. Um, okay, in that case, I think Raz will take the hit and stagger back and look up just with a, the biggest grin in his face and just goes, that was amazing. Let's let's keep going. And yeah, he's going to okay. lunge towards. Okay. All right. And um, in that case, the crowd cheers and accepts that you are pleased. And then I will come for an attack. And I think I will go for a sweeping attack to just try and sweep the legs out from underneath him um, with my halberd. Ooh, oh. 91. 91. Okay, what happens? Um, I had my personal halberd made for me. Um, everything weighed precisely for me to be able to wield easily in one hand without losing or diminishing the power um, of any attacks I make. But this is made for like just the general public of anyone who wants to join the tournament. So I think I kind of underestimate how light this is and up I probably do a bit of damage as well and I swing yeah, a bit too yeah. hard. Okay. Um so this is a ninety one. I I promise you I'm not cruel, but it is a ninety one. So yeah. I think you're gonna break his ankle as you sweep down. It's like a sickening crack as you hit it. Because this is like, you know, the hundred is an absolute critical failure. This is as close as you can get pretty much. So yeah, yeah you break his ankle and I think like he hits the ground and he looks at you um in a moment of terror but then he also smiles like a future king broke my ankle it's like a really (laughs) weird thing that i don't know if you've experienced this before but he is like i think he expected you to be lying to him when you said you were going to give it your all and i think you see determination cross over his face as he suddenly is like pulling himself up and ready to give it 110 percent now Razor, I think I definitely have a moment of like of hesitation as I see what I've done, but seeing him pull himself up again, Razor smiles and just says, "I'll be sure to do what I can to help you with the ankle afterwards, and I'll get ready for the next attack." Okay, go ahead. Um, will it be me attacking or? I uh, think. Uh, ooh. I guess you just attacked. However, he did get knocked on his ass, so I'm going to say that it is your attack again. Okay. Um, in this, in that case, I think I will, I'll probably swing for the arm and try to knock the the sword away just to open um, him up a bit. Partial success. Perfect. What do we see? Uh, I twirl the halberd in my hand. I'm pretty. I'm a pretty imposing figure. Most people need to use two hands for a halberd, but I have. Um, I'm quite large enough to hold a halberd in one hand and a shield in the other with pretty, with a fair amount of ease. I just swing and slam the the flat of the blade in uh, the farmer's hand and just try to just to knock them off kilter um, <laughs> enough so that if they try to swing or if I make a move, they're a bit off balance. All right, farmer boy, what do you do? Well, uh, I'm gonna have to try and scramble to my foot uh, in this case. Um, So I'll try and push myself up um, 
dust myself off, try to kind of lift the blade if I can. Uh, obviously, I'm struggling a bit, um, but I let out a roar and, and try to attack him again from the opposite side. Go for it. Roll your attack. This, I think what we see is that it is very clear that this farmer now thinks that his whole life has led up to this moment, and he is honored to be in this tournament against Razroth. Now, question. Astrea and Titus, do you do anything to help this farmer while you are watching this fight? Or do you do anything to help Raz as you're watching this fight? I think I would try to get a read on the farmer before helping him or potentially not helping him. Um, well, I will say that everything that I have described as witnessing is what you interpret. It's very clear that he just wants to do his best for Raz. He doesn't want to hurt him. But he does gotcha. want to try to win. We staying out of this? I think we should make things interesting. And I will tap into the farmer's mind and tell him... Hey there. He's a little weaker on his left side than his right. Holy shit. Okay, I need you. I Listen, Estrella, I need you to roll something for me. Okay, I just need to think. Do you have anything on your sheet that is like, my mind is blown right now? Holy shit. You guys are using your abilities on a farmer, man. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, what do we have? What's on your sheet for social, for heart? Uh... I mean, honestly, I've, it's probably just going to be the base uh, social stat for, okay, for yeah, right now. Okay, let's, let's yeah, let's do that. All right, you still have your 10% shift. Okay. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> okay, so it's a 99, which is the worst roll other than a critical failure. Okay, I just need you all to know this right now. It's 99. Um, but that does not mean that his head explodes, okay? So let me take a moment to uh, clarify and explain something that Estrella said. She said it's mostly moonlight. Um, the day and night cycle is normal here in Veilden at the moment. Um, but most of the farmers around where they are are night farmers because the crop is usually mushrooms and things of, the night, uh, of that like, okay? So first of all, we've got this little farmer who doesn't really come out in the daylight. Uh, he is here now, and Titus speaks into his mind, and he freezes up in terror, looks over wildly into the crowd. I think he knows it's you, but he cannot find you because he's heard you guys speak before. Everybody knows who you are. You, you, the three of you are fucking famous. And I, I think, think in this moment, Titus would reach into the, the, sa the satchel again and pull out another piece of Pickus and be like, Ah, so you're ducking down? You're doing oh, great! No. Oh, yeah, okay, and then you wave. You're doing great. Okay. Um, I think I want to interpret this failure as um, he will go for the left side, but now, Raz, he is going to do damage. Like, he is aiming to hurt you. He doesn't mean to hurt you, but he is so inspired right now by Titus <laughs> that he is going to accidentally uh, injure you uh, in this okay. next attack. All right, go for it. Roll me an attack. All right. You're going to have a 20% shift now, by the way. Oh, my oh. God. It's a six, which is a success. 
Holy yeah. shit! And Where that's do you hit him? The extra ten. That's without the uh, extra ten. Woohoo! Ooh. Well, he said that he's weak in his his left side, right? That's right. He would be going for the left side. Where is he hitting you? So, I think he'd oh, go actually, right for the. You can try to dodge if you want, Raz. But I'm gonna yeah. say you have a minus twenty because I don't think you're expecting him to fucking come at you like this. Yeah. Okay. All right. Success. All right. I nudge Rhea. I told you this would be interesting, right? <laughs> what did you do to him? I just came from encouragement. Feral animal now. What did you do? I just told him, you know, Razin is good on his left side. It's fine. So I think. Um, Dude, he's seeing... still going to hit you because he rolled a six. Yeah. But tell me what. It won't do as much damage. And I keep track of your health pool. So it's going to hit you. It's going to hurt. But it's not what it was going to be. So what happens? Okay. Um, I think. So I had knocked the blade in hopes of it um, knocking him off his feet or off kilter a little bit. But I didn't seem to det deter them too much. And I see them freeze and look out into the crowd. And I probably look and follow their gaze <laughs> to see oh, no. <laughs> Titus. And uh, Titus has definitely seen me fight enough um, to know my weak points. So I think in the last second, I'm like, I realize what had just happened. Yes. And we're just fast enough to bring up the shield to take some of the blow, but not quite all of it. Okay. The crowd is going wild, by the way. They're freaking out about this farmer. I think they were very nervous at first. But now they are actually, I think it's hard to tell who they're rooting for, but they are very excited to see this farmer wildly attacking you. Oh, you're muted. Did I do that? I'll just take that. No, oh, okay. okay. Uh, I'll take that hit. I stagger back and just, again, just a, a grin, but at Titus before facing <laughs> down the farmer again. Um, All right. And I, I go for another another attack. Yeah, let's go for it. partial success okay what happens um i think this time i think honestly out of a bit of fear of how i almost immediately broke the farmer's um ankle i instead used my shield and go for a shield bash yeah to just okay. knock them backwards okay. um so i almost charge at them and knock them back um to put a bit of distance between us before twirling the halberd and pointing it at the farmer perfect okay Farmer boy, what are you doing? Hmm. I think because of Titus's mind games, I think everything is going to basically be a berserk attack at this point. I think there's a lot of fear in you, but I don't know if the farmer boy interprets it as fear of Raz or if it's fear of failing in this moment. The one chance he gets to fight against Raz. But either way, he is overcome with this emotion and he cannot stop himself. You'd see him kind of brushing himself off again, trying to get ready for another attack, pulling back. And now he's kind of smiling and he's laughing. He's a little bit more feral at this moment, right? You know, he uh, he's he's afraid of, of failing and he's now had his mind tapped to, into and 
He's just gonna go ahead and and just run, or well, as well as someone with a broken ankle I think can he runs. try and lunge for him. I think he runs. He's ignoring yeah, the pain. Yeah, right, because of adrenaline. Right? This is what yeah. Titus can do. Yeah. So there, he feels no pain right now. Right. From this broken so he's ankle. Gonna, he's gonna go ahead and lunge at him again and take a, a big swing for uh, his left side again, trying to hit the halberd out of his arms. Go for it. Roll. You've got a plus twenty because what Titus has done. That's a critical success. Oh, oh shit. Okay, Raz, what does he do? Yeah. What does he do? Um, it's a critical success though, my dude. Like it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Um, I think still seeing that they're coming for the left side, they're gonna try to block it with their shield. You cannot, um, this is a critical success. Yeah. It's gonna hit uh, you. It's gonna break something or it's gonna cut you open. Um, well, it was going for getting the halberd out of his hands in particular to kind of disarm him. I'm not sure if that's going to affect this so are anyhow. Are cutting your hand off or what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's a big deal, dude. It's a big deal. What's happening here? Um, I don't think it cuts my hand off. Oh, I have Actually, an idea. I, think... I can provide okay, you with ahead. something if you would like me to. Um, I could throw my idea and yeah, then, you throw your idea and then I'll throw mine okay. and we'll decide together. So I think, um, again, seeing this farmer go for my left side, um, even in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking that's a very smart decision, especially after you, you noticed how weak I am on that side. Or the very least had it pointed out to you. Um, and I tried to bring my halberd up to block the attack, but I took, I very purposely didn't take the nice halberd that they made for me. So I think he cleave straight through the staff, the shaft of the halberd, and I take the hit still. Okay. Um, I like that. But the other option is he cuts your arm open with the tendon, and you drop the halberd. Oh. Yeah, I'll go with that. Okay. I will give you something for that. Thank you. Okay, so that is what happens. Uh, his blade rips your arm open, and this is pretty shocking. Uh, and you have lost control over your left hand. Uh, You're right-handed, so you still have the halberd, but obviously it's a two-handed weapon, so you, now you have to wield it one-handed. Yeah. Um, I, again, just grin. Uh, I'm still in a lot of pain, so I, I don't think I quite can bring out a laugh without it um, becoming a bit of a... Uh, uh, pain the wheeze, but I still grin and I, I, I think I actually point my halberd at the farmer and then turn to the rest of the crowd and just say, I yield. Oh my god! Oh my god, okay. I need you to roll for me, please. I need you to roll a social skill, influence, anything that you have. Uh, Silver tongue, I guess, is the best I have. Okay. Does that fit? Yep, you can have a 20% okay. um, shift at the moment. Okay. At least until the end of today. <laughs> <laughs> 
Partial success. Partial success. Okay, so I think it's very clear everyone in the crowd is really uncomfortable. This has escalated a little bit beyond uh, play, and I think everyone can feel that energy. Um, and everyone is still looking to you for your reaction, but when you ye- say you yield with a smile on your face, uh, there's murmuring among the crowd for a minute, and then people start to look to Astrea and Titus, your wards, to see you, if they have reacted to you getting injured. Did either of you react? Titus did not. Okay. Astrea, what about you? I think that I would be internally freaking out because he did just get severely hurt, but I think that... uh. Estrella would would stand up and and start screaming. He yields. Okay. He yields. Everyone is clapping. They look to you for your reaction. Your reaction is to smile and pretend like this is a okay. And then you start to see the crowd kind of go okay. And then they begin to clap and cheer as well. What a fight! Now what do you do? Um. Still with my bleeding arm, I would like to go to the farmer okay. and just say, T- sit down, I don't put weight on your ankle. Um, I think he vomits, my dude. I'm so sorry, but I think, oh. <laughs> I think, I think the stress of, uh, well, because what Titus is really good at, and Titus, if you want to take over and explain this, uh, feel free, but what Titus is really good at is helping control and regulate emotions in the middle of combat, which is what he did for this young farmer. But now that the fight is over, the adrenaline, everything is sort of like coming back to him. He's in a lot of pain. He ran on his ankle while it was broken. Didn't feel the pain then, but he... Titus, correct me if I'm wrong. He feels it double now, correct? Yes. So he's feeling twice the amount of pain now. And so I think he just, he looks at you, complete terror at what he's done to you, and vomits. I, okay, yes, let it all out. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I'll try and, like, set him down on the ground, just in a seated position. Um, and if I can, I would like to use some healing magic. You absolutely Mine isn't may. As, definitely not as strong as my original strayers, but at the very least, hopefully, it'll ease the pain. Um... Okay, what's that like? Uh, so when he casts magic, when I cast magic, um, it takes a, a moment. I'm not quite used to this kind of magic. Uh, it doesn't come as naturally to me as it might for others, but after a moment of, I suppose, warming up, there's a um, almost ocean blue glow that comes from his, both his palms as he sets it on the broken ankle. And um, I imagine I don't I don't think I did too much damage, not an incredible amount, but um, so I think just a few moments would be enough to heal this broken um, ankle. And it's it's a warm they feel a warm glow, and then it subsides to almost like a cool chill, as if an ice pack has been set on their ankle, and then that even that dissipates afterwards. Okay, and I think it's clear to you that um, Titus has used his ability on this, so you know from personal experience that he's feeling twice the amount of pain of a broken ankle than he normally would. Um, This is straight healing magic, or are you using something else? This is straight healing magic. Why? I 
I don't know much about the other kind, and the last time I used it was in a dire circumstance, and this isn't quite Have so. Have you not used it since? I've been tempted, um, but no. I don't want to poke the bear. That's very wise. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Oh, did you do that already? Is that your partial success? No. Uh, oh, so I done. All right, go ahead and roll. Do you have... That right? is your dying. Do you have a special ability in there yet or no? No, I Okay, don't. go ahead and add one, please. Um, okay. You are the deadlock right now. That changes. So put that in there and go ahead and put a 23. Twenty-three. Okay. That's right. Um, okay, so I roll with a just a flat roll then. Nope. You're gonna go ahead and roll this new skill that we added un- into your dine. Okay. So go ahead and roll that. Oh. Oof. Failure. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. I think you are able to. Um, either you take half or it's all of it but only for a minute um i think i'll go with half okay um yeah so now he just feels like he has a normal broken ankle and not double the pain okay that was an incredible fight i'm very sorry about your ankle i think i took a bit too far but uh, are, are, are you okay did i hurt you i'm i'm fine i'm fine are you, are you sure your arm your arm are they gonna it's, kill me they're gonna no, kill me I, no i'll make sure they they won't kill you i entered this tournament and i'm, I'm, I'm so certain sorry. i dealt the first painful blow so i apologize please don't please don't worry uh, i think I think when you say, please don't worry, I think he just kind of looks at you wildly. He was somewhere else worrying about, you know, getting in trouble for this and how he's hurt you. And um, you do manage to calm him a little bit when he looks into your eyes. Now I need you to roll dine one more time. You may have a 20% shift. It's an eight. It says it's a partial, but that is wrong because it's impossible for you to get underneath your... Okay, so... This is a success. When you look at him, I think you get the feeling. Uh, have you had any sort of premonitions before? Um, sort of. Um, How do they manifest? Mainly, it's mainly when it has to do with that magic that I okay. now try not to use. Okay. Um, it's almost like a. More of a feeling of a a precursor, um, letting me know that um, the deadline is approaching, um, usually for smaller things, but... Okay. um, So what does that feel like then? What is that? Is it like a sense of foreboding or...? um, It's like um, right... It's an odd feeling right at the center of his neck. It feels like there's a cold finger is pressing against my Adam's apple. Okay, you feel um, that very strongly right now when you're looking at him. And I think you get, I think you hear the cheering of the crowd right now. And then you also, like, it, it kind of distorts in a strange way and shifts. 
into them cheering for him. Everyone will see him as a hero after tonight. And that is strange to you. I think that I would bump Ray and say, let's go check on them. All right, you may. Let's go. I think Razor has fallen quiet. He's almost just staring at this farmer now. Um, with a look of worry on, on my face. Titus would probably sense this and I immediately grab his arm and I bite my finger and pull out a long piece of silk and start to wrap Raz's wound. Uh, thank you. Can I help? Thank you, Titus. I should be fine. Do you know why I did that? Um, to make the fight more fun, um, it definitely was. Certainly was, but no. I did it for three reasons. One, you just gave this man maybe the best memory of his entire life. Two, don't underestimate anybody you don't know. And three, you really have to work on your left side. Yes, yeah, I, I really do. That should Some be better. Seem... Thank you. Um, What's wrong? Uh, something seems... Odd. Um, nothing, nothing. Um, what else is there to do? That's wrong. You know you're a terrible liar, right? Yes. Um, something feels wrong. Everybody go ahead and roll your dying, please. Um, you have a 20 shift. And your goal is to get under a 20. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. So Astrea has succeeded. Um, Raz has failed. And Titus has rolled a 100. Uh, which is a critical failure. I think um, Astrea you feel um, an overwhelming sense of sadness. And normally I don't like to tell you all what you feel, but this is coming from somewhere else. It's your own feelings of sadness, but from a different time. And you're feeling that now. And Raz, it's time. In fact, it's overdue. And Titus, you need to run. We need to go. We, we need to go right now. I thought I had more time. <laughs> no, we don't. We, we need to leave. Let's go. I'm... Great fight, he says to the farmer. What do you do? 
I get up and run, follow Titus's lead. I'll probably try and grab Australia's hand if I can. You would feel my hand is extremely clammy and it's shaking. But I'd go with you. The ground begins to tremble in the beginnings of an excited fury. You can feel your muscles moving, bones shaking, your entire body is vibrating. Then, water begins pooling on the surface of the ground, almost as if the land is filled with too much and it's overflowing. A reverse flood. Small droplets then begin to rise, slowly falling up in a captivating display. Some will say it rained in reverse. Others will say the ground wept. We were simply on the wrong side. Upside down. Everyone stares in awe at the water rising. Some are cheering, crying out that Theria itself is celebrating the end of the drought with you. A few are even dancing. But it's about now when you begin to notice sweat on your arms and hands rolling up your body. There's a wave of discomfort and dizziness. And perhaps it is now that you realize water is leaving you as well. It is at that exact moment of realization that a few elder townsfolk around you drop dead. And now the screaming begins. The ground erupts. The world breaks open, swallowing buildings, trees, and even people. And still, the water continues to rise into the sky. Today will be forever known as the desiccation. The day all water was eradicated from Veildin. Look at them. They have no idea this is because of you and your choices. And you too. Yeah, you, both of you. You knew and did nothing. You knew what he had done and told no one. Long live the king. Now, I gave you what you asked of me. But you gave me nothing in return! And I waited! I waited. I waited. Do not mistake this for punishment. This is an equal trade. Now look around you at what you, you have made. Me. Should you call on me again, never forget the cost. Everything comes at a cost.
Hi. Hello. Welcome to episode two of Kingmakers. <laughs> Let's do some quick shout outs. Oh, did I fuck this up? I totally fucked this up. Yeah, you cannot Johnny see you, Johnny. <laughs> one second. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Start the <laughs> it's because my fucking internet crashed and I didn't get a chance to do this one. Go ahead. Why don't you go ahead and start Vega? Oh, which is Leah. hello. Yep. <laughs> I'm Vega. She's like, tech Johnny. A little puffy. Um, but hi, I'm Leah. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Leah. Um, and it is an absolute pleasure to be on the show with all these incredibly talented people. So, yay. <laughs> I can't wait to see where this goes. I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Lear, aka Meyer. <laughs> uh, hi. Yeah, not confusing at all. Uh, Leah, Lear, um, uh, oops. Hi. <laughs> Uh, today was really cool. Awesome. I, uh... Yeah, what happened there? Uh, <laughs> remind me not to borrow anything from PB ever, you know? Like, uh... <laughs> Yikes, uh... You never return my pencil! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But today was cool. It was a really nice kind of, like, change of pace from, like, uh, episode one. And, uh, obviously... You know, I'm looking forward to like uh, seeing what everybody um, in the in chat thinks about what happened or what didn't happen and stuff. I've like my entire week has just been spent just watching that uh, that table story uh, Discord channel just like go through with the theories. It's uh, it's it's a new drug. I love it. Um, but uh, yeah, you can find me at Twitch.tv/Meyer uh, where I do stuff, or I don't. You find out. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Who's next on the overlay? That would be Mergles. Hello. I am so shooketh, shooken, shooketh. I, it was so cool. That was incredible. Um, yep. I can't wait. Yeah, uh, same, same thing here. Going to the Table Story Discord is the best and like seeing everyone uh, be very chuffed about it because we all are too. Um, I'm Murgles. If you want to check me out, I stream on Twitch. Uh, I did the character art, which I'm super excited about. Um, and I'm an animator by trade uh, and a storyboard artist. And I'm making an animated film on my channel and have been for the, like the last two years. So um, if you want to check me out, uh, that's what I'm doing. Thank Perfect. you. Thank you. <laughs> I love how, how after like an hour of not being on camera, we're still frazzled. Johnny, you're up. Hello, I am Johnny Blams. Um, that was absolutely wild. And I would say I'm shocked, but I'm not because <laughs> PB shows are incredible. Um, I just wanted to say that I'm super grateful that I got to be a part of this. Um, not just because I've always wanted to be GM'd by PB or be on a table story show, but it's just really nice to share a table with people that not only inspire me more as a creative, but just as a human, these people are all just 11 out of 10 people. Um, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash johnnyblams, where I'll be playing a psychopathic, sociopathic uh, murderer who just got out of solitary confinement. Um, to yeah, the complete opposite me. of Titus. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, the, the very <laughs> polar foil of, of Titus. So yeah, I'm also very full. I ate a lot of fruit. Also, just real quick, Murgles did this one look in in today's session that just totally told me everything I need to know about her. And it was so cool. And I would, I, I'm just sitting back here like, like just this, <laughs> this one little look on it. It's when, it's when uh, Lear 
and it, it's when you guys are about to do the duel and she just gives this look that says like this is my dynamic in this group and it, I, I think that was just it was so cool and it blew me away and I, I wrote it down in my notes and I was like this this was this was awesome so yeah yeah that, that, that's that's my thing go follow these wonderful people I'm done thank you say you're up oh man how do I follow that up <laughs> screw you Johnny uh <laughs> I'm Phelan. Uh, I'm a voice actor for some video games. I also stream all the time. I've been doing way too much wild RP lately. I'm not playing any psychopaths. I'm just playing a, a cute little deputy who just wants to spread a little sunshine right now. Um, so that's been really fun. Uh, I played Estrella today um, and I'm now convinced that not only do does Estrella need to protect Razroth, but I need to protect Drac because he is the most wholesome individual <laughs> I have ever met in my life? Why was that bullshit at the carnival? What? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. We're going to make it the heartbreak cut a bit more. Fucking, I almost started crying, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be on my team. Uh, but anyway, uh, yep, that's me. You can find me at Phelan on Twitch and uh, on Twitter and stuff. And make sure you go ahead and you you follow and subscribe to table story they're always doing some awesome stuff um and you know they've got a patreon too so you can always call it that as well um but that's it that's all thank you thank you drac you're up yeah hi um i'm draconics or drac for sure uh you can find me on twitter at draconics s-d-r-a-k-o-n-i-q-u-e-s um i kind of stream all over the place uh mondays i'm over on cobalt press and i play a very adorable librarian slime um, so that's very cool. <laughs> um, here I play Razroth, the drencher of worlds, I guess. And now I guess the dryer of them as well. Um, on Wednesdays, you can find me on Rule of Law at 6pm Pacific in an Infinite Horizon game. Um, Cypher's campaign called Infinite Horizon. I play a time-traveling lizard alien. Um, on Fridays, I do play a psychopath. I play a villain in a villain campaign called um, Parliament of Owls. Uh, I play a vampire sorcerer who is trying to reach godhood. Um, and every third Sunday of the month, you can hear my name, my voice on an actual play podcast called Super Idols RPG. Kind of like Sailor Moon plus Pop Idols mushed together. It's very wholesome. Um, and yeah, that was way more intense than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> sorry. sorry. I loved it though. I loved every moment of it. It was great. I'm very excited for next week. Glad. I'm very, very <laughs> glad. Um, and I am Pumpkinberry. I was the narrator slash question mark uh, for you today. And uh, yeah, thank you everybody for watching. Thank you players for playing. I'm completely brain dead, so I have nothing. To oh, I do the recovery room tomorrow uh, on my channel at 1 p.m. Eastern. So if you want to come and talk about the episode and just decompress, you can do that here um, or on my channel, which is Pumpkinberry. Otherwise, thank you so much for watching and I'm just going to take us straight out. We'll see you next week. Bye. You can sacrifice and not love, but you cannot love and not sacrifice.